Here comes Riddell Jones. Three seconds, two seconds. Riddell all the way outside to Watford. Three on the way. Oh! And one in! And one in! And Indiana wins the ball game! I think Peyton's going to watch. Intercepted! Colts are going to the Super Bowl! Comes George, got the step and scoffs one move and counts in the foul. He beat LeBron James. Steps in. Puts Pettis. And they're saying he is in. What is up, everybody? And welcome back to DW Sports. I am your host, Will Feller. And what a disappointing weekend, guys. I mean, seriously, come on. We had IU lose on the road to Nebraska, which, by the way, if you have not tuned in to my IU football record prediction yet, not to brag or anything, but I'm perfect right now. That's right. I'm literally five for five right now. I had us going three and two, beating Western Kentucky, Idaho, Illinois, and then losing at Cincinnati and at Nebraska. Obviously, I have us losing into Michigan on Saturday. Not too disappointed with them, though, to be honest. I mean, they're just not a very good football team in the Big Ten, let's be honest. IU is a basketball school. It will always be a basketball school. Nevertheless, I want to see them succeed, though. Kind of hurts to see them lose like that twice in a row. Cincinnati game was disappointing in the first half, a lot better in the second half. Nebraska was the opposite. Promising first half, not good second half. But the main topic of focus today is the Indianapolis Colts because for the love of Lord, I cannot deal with them anymore. Make sure you're following our social medias if you're not already. Our Instagram and Twitter feeds are at DW Sports with two S's on the end. Our Snapchat is at capital DW underscore sports. And our TikTok is at lowercase dw underscore sports our email is dw sports show at gmail.com and our youtube if you have not subbed to our youtube come on guys you all got to sub to the youtube you can physically see me what am i wearing right now audio version people would not know there's nothing wrong with that but if you're just sitting down at your house eating a meal Go ahead and click on the audio version or the YouTube version or both. But if you click on the audio version, you would much rather prefer the YouTube version if you like visuals better. But like I said, the main topic of focus today is the Indianapolis Colts. These players are just disappointing. Jim Irsay's fed up. Chris Ballard is on the hot seat way up here. Frank Reich is on the hot seat, and it just blows my mind because I have no idea what we're going to do. What's Jim Marseille going to do, right? We've had five different starting quarterbacks in five years. Frank Reich has not won the division. Chris Ballard has yet to put together an elite team that's made it far into the playoffs, and we're going to discuss a lot further and a lot deeper into that. Stay tuned. I'll be back right after the break talking Colts football. Okay, no, we'll
that I wanted to mention is I want to have some of you guys on. I want to start to have listeners on the show join me, not necessarily as an interview day. Interview days are for athletes that last about, you know, 15 to 20 minutes, but I want to have my listeners on to have a short conversation, you know, five minutes or so. Give your thoughts about Colts football. Kind of what you hear on the radio shows is call in. I'll accept you. You state your thoughts on the Colts. I'll state mine about whatever you just said, and that's that. So let me know if you guys have any interest in that at all because I do want to hear from you guys. I want to know if the things that I'm saying are just absolute blasphemy or if I'm on the same page as you guys. So let me know if you guys have any interest in doing that at all. But the Colts lose 24-17 to the Tennessee Titans. Very disappointing. Very disappointed, and I don't understand. Just like IU football, we consistently play better when our backs are against the wall. The Indianapolis Colts consistently play better when their backs are against the wall, and it really just blows my mind because I don't know why we can't play like that at the start of the game. We go down 24-3 to Tennessee, and all of a sudden it's, oh, we got a football game today. Why? Why? Why is it midway through the third quarter, our defense finally gets in their head, oh, it's first down and 10, and we're down a few scores. Derrick Henry's getting the ball. I mean, the thousands, thousands of people – not only watching in the stadium, but watching at home on TV or wherever they may be on TV, knows that Derrick Henry, the way he was running the football in the first half, almost 100 yards in the first half against us, 99 to be exact. I count that as a 100-yard game in the first half because, honestly, what's the difference? One yard, I mean, maybe maybe we knocked him back a yard or maybe he went out of bounds when he couldn't go one more yard. You know what I'm saying? Like 99 yards is basically a hundred yards. Statistically, is it a hundred yards? No. In my opinion, 99 yards is basically a hundred yards. So the dude ran for a hundred yards on us in the first half. And our defense finally decided to say, Oh, I think it's time to play football today. You know, it's time to stop them. And that's when their offense started to slow down. Is Ryan Tannehill going to beat any team with his arm? If he does, then so be it. I would much rather live with Ryan Tannehill throwing for 350 yards and three touchdowns on us and us containing Derrick Henry to 72 yards on the ground then Derrick Henry absolutely running wild on us, something that he hasn't done really to any team this year. He has not ran wild on really any team this year. So I'm glad that, you know, the Colts are the first ones, just like a lot of other things. A lot of teams seem to break records on us, <coughs> Drew Brees. <coughs> and a lot of teams, 
rookies like to go off. A lot of teams, average players or bad players like to go off against us. You know, nothing really new. Derrick Henry, for the first time this season, goes wild. And really, it's just disappointing that our defense can't see that. And as a person who played football, I'm not going to just look out there and say it's as easy as it looks because it's not. It's not as easy as it physically looks to just go stop Derrick Henry for a one-yard game every time, right? Maybe their offensive line gets good push on the field and their, their guards and tackles can go up to the second level. Maybe their tight end is getting a good block, and he's going up to the second level, right? Maybe our defense is not getting enough push on the D-line. Maybe our backers aren't filling. There's a lot of things that go into it. But a lot of the time, the thing that really infumed me was this dude is not even getting touched. We're not laying a finger on Derrick Henry until he's five yards across the line of scrimmage. And I'm sorry I just hit my mic if that was loud. I sincerely apologize. I did not mean to hit that at all. But we could not even touch this dude until it was five yards past the line of scrimmage. To be honest, there are a lot of teams in this league that can stop Derrick Henry. There's not a player in this league that a defense physically can't stop. I don't understand why the Colts can't consistently play at a high rate at defense every week. I mean, think about it. The most inconsistent league is the NFL. Out of the NHL, the NBA, the MLB, and the NFL, which has the most inconsistent results? That would be the NFL, right? With the amount of games they play, you know, I guess you could factor in the 82 games in the NBA and say, oh, well, we got the Sacramento Kings upsetting the Warriors. A lot of things go into the NBA where the Warriors coming off of back-to-back. You know, maybe they played in New York the previous night. Now they're in Sacramento, right? Jet lag, wear and tear, stuff like that. That doesn't happen in the NFL because of the amount of games. I would say the most inconsistent league is the NFL. The most consistent team in that league is the Indianapolis Colts. What? Bro, what are you talking about? Kansas City on Sunday night dropped over 40 on one of the so-called best defenses in the NFL. 40-plus on Tampa Bay. But then they traveled to Indy the week before, and they dropped 17. And let's be honest, was our offense good that game? No. We only put up 20 points. And one of them, one of our touchdowns was because Sky Moore dropped the punt at, like, the 10-yard line. That was basically just a gimme touchdown. You know, just run three plays and you're in. So if Sky Moore doesn't do that, we score 13 points, so we still end up losing. I don't understand why our defense is so inconsistent every week. And now we play Denver on Thursday night in Denver. 
And it's the worst week that we could possibly play on Thursday night. The worst possible week. Our guys are banged up. Jonathan Taylor is unsure if he's going to play. He said in a press conference or an interview that he was planning on playing, but you never know how his evaluations and other things are going to go throughout the week. Shaquille Leonard obviously out. I hope that he gets better. A lot of people were kind of clowning him and saying, well, why is he always hurt? He was hurt for the first three games with a back injury, recovering from back surgery, and now he he has a concussion and won't be able to play for a while. Now, I do hope he gets better, but seriously, friendly fire concussion. Brother, this guy stinks! I mean, seriously, guys, friendly fire concussion. Darius Leonard got hit by his own guy. And that's how he got a concussion. His own teammates. Like, how Like how does that even happen? There should never be a time where two guys are colliding into each other unless it's to make a tackle, unless running back or receiver, somebody catches it in the middle and both linebackers are basically sandwiching them from both sides. But that didn't happen. So how does that even happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just the type of stuff that only happens to the Colts. No other team in the league has this crap happen to them. No other team in the league has five different starting quarterbacks in five years. Only team in the league that this happens to. And we're the favorites to win the division, or at least we have been for, you know, at least three or four years in the past. This year, we are definitely the favorite. Last year may have been Tennessee. They did get the one seed. But, I mean, this last season and and two seasons before that, like, we easily could have been favored to win the division. And we haven't executed on it. I don't know what is the main issue. I don't know whether it is Frank Reich or whether it is Chris Ballard. Again, I bring up that thing that Dan Dockett said about Ryan Grigson winning, and winning didn't matter, but winning was for us was literally just going to an AFC championship and losing to the New England Patriots who deflated all the footballs and destroyed us in the AFC Championship, right? I mean, that's what our winning was with Andrew Luck. We didn't make it to any Super Bowls. We didn't win any Super Bowls. So that was what Ryan Grickson really did was win. And he won the division a few times as well. I mean, 2014 was the last time we won the division. I was nine years old. Everybody else has won the division in the AFC South except for the Colts since 2014. I get my hopes up for this program, this football team, this organization every single year just to be disappointed. I'm up there now with the emotions of Giants fans, Jets fans, um, Jaguar and Texans fans. Right? Like, I'm up there with you guys now because I'm just sick of it. We hear the same crap every year. 
oh, well, we don't have a young quarterback. We need to draft a quarterback. That doesn't get addressed because Chris Ballard says if it doesn't work out, then our fans will run them out of town. Is that true? Maybe. I don't think that fans necessarily run him out of town, and I, I honestly don't think that he should have a mindset of making the fans influence him to do anything. That's a horrible mindset to go through as a GM. If he's making a decision on not drafting a young quarterback because of what the fans will do, that shouldn't ever be something that a GM should even have to talk about. Like, why does he care what the fans think? Whatever move you do, you're going to get hate, right? Whether you, whether you sign Jonathan Taylor to a five-year deal worth $200 million, you, you'll still get hate for it because, oh, he sucked this year. Or you sign him to a one-year deal worth, you know, on a bargain. One year, $9 million. Oh, we, we, sh- we should have re-signed him for a long. Like, it's just whatever – You do, Chris Ballard. You're going to get hate for it. So I don't think that you should really make decisions based off the fans at all. But I am am frustrated at the quarterback situation. I am frustrated that every time Matt Ryan gets hit, he, he loses the football. Like every time Matt Ryan gets touched, the football comes out of his hands. That's an issue. Our offensive line sucks. We can't run the ball. We have the best running back in the league, at least he was last year. When he gets into open space, I still believe he's the best running back in the league, right up there with Henry and Chubb. But our O-line sucks. Our O-line can't block worth a crap right now. Run blocking or pass blocking. We have zero receivers still. Michael Pittman's been hurt a game. We have Alec Pierce, who dropped a wide-open catch in the end zone of the Houston game, which would have put us on top. There's so many things I can think of that are frustrating to me. And last game, I was I kind of had the same game plan as Frank Reich. Originally, we were running the ball, right? JT was getting the ball. It wasn't working. Me and Frank Reich said the same exact thing because JT's carries, they were down. Like, they – Jonathan Taylor did not carry the ball as much in that game as he usually does. Like he, his carries were downwards. They were. And I completely agreed with that. A lot of fans right now are saying, why didn't we keep feeding them? Cause it didn't work. They weren't blocking for them. If you know how the game of football works, if you know down and distance in situational football, if he has 10 carries, 11 carries for 30 yards, the odds aren't very high that he's just going to bust a 50-yarder for a touchdown. We can't get one or two-yard gains. Our offense isn't good enough to, to give JT the ball twice and have it be third and six or third and eight and convert on that. It it just can't happen. So I was with Frank Reich. I love Jonathan Taylor. I hope that we re-sign him for life. I hope that Jonathan Taylor stays a Colt forever until he retires. I hope that Quentin Nelson stays a Colt forever until he retires. 
But when it's not working, change it. And guess what? I'm going to tell you guys straight how it is right now. Frank Reich did that that game. Frank Reich did that. He abandoned the run game. Me and him saw the same thing. We said, hey, the run game's not working. Let's try to throw it a lot more. Again, our offensive line sucks. Can't pass block. So we're going to have to throw quick passes with Matt Ryan, which isn't really his style. He wants to sit in the pocket and let the play develop a little bit. So now we've got a 37-year-old quarterback who, if he gets hit, the football's coming loose. We got him having to have two seconds max of throwing the ball before the ball's on the ground. That's the situation our offense is in. And it's sad. Personally, I think that if Sam Ellinger comes in the game or Nick Foles comes in the game, they could do just as a job. Personally, throw me in the game. Rob, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Don't throw me in the game. That would not turn out good. I'm not a quarterback. But you guys see what I'm saying, though? Like, in my personal opinion, I think that all fans, all Colts fans right now, should relax. We all need to relax. We all need to chill out. Let's look at last season. Started off one in four. One in four. We lost weeks one, two, and three. Seattle at home. LA at home. Tennessee on the road. Right? Then I think we won a game. I forget to who, but I'm pretty sure that we won. And then we went at Baltimore, one and three, right? And we had that horrendous fourth quarter collapse in Baltimore. We're one and four. 2018 with Andrew Luck, we start off the year one and five and end up winning the division and make the playoffs. Actually, no, we did not win the division. We didn't win the division that year. We made the playoffs, though. Relax. We're one, two, and one. And Denver on Thursday is a very, very manageable team to beat. They are. Believe it or not, Denver only added Russell Wilson. That's all they added, right? Javante Williams, I hope he gets better. I wish him the best in his recovery process. He tore his ACL. He's not playing. They got Melvin Gordon in the backfield now, right? Who do they have receiving the ball? Is Jerry Judy going to play? They got Cortland Sutton, right? I mean, they're almost in the same boat as us today, but better quarterback caps of freaking lootly they do. But their O-line and their defense, I don't know if they're much better or worse than ours. Like, they're both not good, right? Denver is a very manageable team. We win at Denver. We're 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Then we got the Jags at home, which I think we should win that. We always lose to them on the road and beat them at home. So I think we should win that. Now we're 3-2-1. and one. Tennessee at Tennessee is a very manageable game. So we could go 4-2-1. and one. Is that going to happen? Probably not because, like I said, this team always finds a way to fail. But 
that's for a different conversation. Frank Reich and I agreed last game. Like I said, I don't think that he did anything wrong necessarily last game. He just needs to take his points whenever he can from now on. There's been so many games where Frank Reich has gone for it close to the goal line or fourth and one or fourth and two or three from field goal range, right? We end up not getting in. We lose the football game by seven or three or ten. Frank Reich, take your points. Okay, and I am the aggressive style too. Like, if there's an opportunity on fourth and one and I, Jonathan Taylor, by all means, let's go. But the results of the games that we've had, the sample size that we've had, take your points now. Take your points. Um, it is kind of sad to me that this organization has not figured anything out yet. Jim Mercer's fed up. And I think that if he does not do something by the end of this offseason, we just need to blow it up. If we end up not doing well, like Matt Ryan, I'm at a 50, 50 point with him where I'm like, I want him to stay next year because I just want to have a quarterback that's on our team for more than one year and then dipping. But part of me is like, he's going to be even more washed next year than he is now. So let's go get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But again, it's way too early in the season to tank. So I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that. But thank you guys for tuning into this episode today. Um, had a lot of fun doing it again. If you want to speak to me about the Colts, I will gladly meet up with some of you guys on the show. Um, just DM us on our social medias through the DW Sports social media at DW Sports with two S's on the end through Twitter or through Instagram. Um, be happy to take some of you guys on. So let me know what you guys think about that. See you guys next time. Colts are trash. Hopefully we get a win on Thursday, though. Go Colts. Go Hoosiers. Big noon kickoff on Saturday against Michigan. Is it going to be a good game? No, but it is on big noon. So we, we got that going. Again, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate each and every one of you guys for coming out. Peace out.